In the darkness rage the sounds of battle, steel on steel, and the thunderous roar of mighty exchanges of magic. The noises taper off as the world fades to silence. A massive barren cavern with large sections of the roof open to the sky holds bodies of elves light and dark lying in clusters around the floor and the exits on each end appear to have collapsed. Smoke from the battle hangs in the air. On one side of a gigantic stalagmite a high elf lies down and on the other side a dark elf. Each is dazed and struggles to orient themselves. The High Elf starts to crawl toward the Dark Elf, pulling their sword as they do. The Dark Elf starts to sit up. He is clutching an ornate staff in one hand. The High Elf sees the Dark Elf at the same instant as the Dark Elf sees the High Elf. Each immediately raises a weapon in the direction of their opponent and holds position without attack. This lasts for several tense moments. The High Elf begins to lower his weapon, and seeing the Dark Elf does not, he raises it again. They continue to hold their positions. Finally, the High Elf begins to lower his sword again, and the Dark Elf does the same with his staff. They fix their gazes on each other, in case either becomes an aggressor. Then they fully lower their guard, and stand with the weapons at their side, ready to be drawn again at an instant's notice. I'm going to take a drink of water. Go ahead. The High Elf takes a water skin from his belt. He sees he cannot open it with one hand. I need my other hand to open this. To sheath my weapon. Then I will too. As the High Elf sheaths his blade, the Dark Elf snaps his fingers, and the six-foot staff reduces to a third its length and neatly fits in a holster on the Dark Elf's back. The High Elf opens the water skin and takes a drink. He offers a drink to the Dark Elf, who hesitantly moves toward him and takes the canteen, and then drinks from it and returns it to the High Elf. They look around. In the devastation, they see random corpses and body parts, weapons strewn about as the smoke from the battle clears further. The High Elf sits on the ground, puts his head in his hands. The Dark Elf pulls his staff from the holster and points it at the High Elf. You don't think I'm going to kill you? It wouldn't matter. Then I might as well. The Dark Elf raises his weapon. The High Elf puts his head back in his hands. I'm going to see if I can help any of the wounded. He gets up, but he is unsteady. The Dark Elf still has his staff trained on him. They're all dead, or they will be soon. Nothing you can do. You can barely stand up yourself, surface dweller. Here. The Dark Elf lowers his staff and pulls some rations from his belt, offering them to the High Elf who surprisingly takes them and eats. That's right. Your dead I'll return to the Abyss and get bedded by Loth. My dead go to the Celestial Plains sometimes, but mostly they just end up back here. There is still time to convert. I'll think about it. How much thinking does it take? Die and be a hero and have pure ecstasy in my afterlife? Or go to your heaven? And look, but not touch, and be perfect all the time. You high elves should really have more fun here on Earth, because your heaven sounds like hell to me. The Dark Elf wobbles a bit on his feet. He puts away his weapon again, and begins to sit. 
I am a little shaken up myself. What will happen to you if you make it home? I will get a hero's welcome and then be forgotten. You. This is like home, but instead of fighting you, we will fight each other. What, tribal warfare or something like that? Something like that. Not that you would understand. I was a soldier when I was fifty. I fought members of my own kind because the matron of my house got in a fight with a favored necromancer from another house, and we will shed our blood over it until the world comes to an end. No one teaches you these things about life in the Underdark. You know nothing of our history. You don't seem to learn from yours. I'm going to see how much food and water I can find on the bodies to know how many more days of history we're going to have before one or both of us gets bedded by Loth. The High Elf gets up and starts to walk away. The Dark Elf follows him as the light fades away and the darkness of the nightfall progresses. Some time passes. They both return and sit, the Dark Elf now holding some blankets, food rations, and a water skin. The Dark Elf hands the High Elf some food, water, and a blanket. Gods, it's cold. And tomorrow it will be very hot. Go easy on the water. Even though we found some, it will not last long. Do you think they'll find us? Maybe. I do not know if they'll be yours or mine. But maybe if they do, it will be too late. If my soldiers find you, what will you do? They will not find me alive. And if mine find us, they will not keep you alive. I should have joined the Griffin Riders. Some of us make bad choices. Like trying to civilize places you don't even know about when you aren't even asked. Otherwise, you would never have been here. I agree, though. We both would have been better off if you'd joined the Griffin Riders. Do you have any paper? The Dark Elf pulls a scrap of parchment from his pocket. Here. Thanks. The High Elf takes the paper whilst pulling a quill and ink from an impossibly deep pocket, and begins to write. What are you writing? A note. That no one will see. If I do not survive this and you do, will you get this note to the address I'm putting on it? Why? I would do the same for you. I do not want you to do the same for me. The Dark Elf takes the note anyway, and puts it in his pocket. Do you want to know what it says? I don't care. It's to my mother. I never had a chance to say goodbye to my mother. When I was forty and playing soldier, she was slain in the street by one of the groups that you say are unifying the Cloakwood. You're pretty well spoken in my language for someone who sneers at what I must represent to you. Having had a good education is not an endorsement of your way of life. You might like it, my way of life. I'm a volunteer, you know. We're not forced to join the army. I wanted to be a soldier. I wanted to protect my home and what it stands for. What threat did I ever pose to you? You come here and try to destroy thousands of years of my culture and want the thanks of my idiot countrymen who you think are being offered something better? Fuck you! The High Elf takes a sip of water. Would you like some? Yes. Thank you. The night passes and a new day dawns. It is not long past daylight before the two elves are at a standoff, ready to come to blows. You think you are always right? This is my soil you're standing on, Goblin Spawn. Remember how you felt when your soil was invaded? By vile demons like you! The two elves begin fighting sword against staff, neither leaving a mark. The dark elf tries to sweep the high elf with a staff. 
and they both wind, falling and continuing to punch each other while rolling on the ground. They rise, and the High Elf gives the Dark Elf a body blow, and the Dark Elf crumples to his knees. The Dark Elf pulls a cracked wand from his belt, and at first aims at the High Elf, but then quickly puts it to his own head. The core of this wand is cracked. It's magic unstable. I planned on using it on you before I was going to use it on myself, but this seems fairer considering the circumstances. I'll try using it on myself first. If I survive, then your turn, okay? You're crazy! You place no value on life! You place too much. There are countless people in the world. You think you make any difference? Yes, I think I make a difference. I think being here and helping people fight for their freedom is important. You nobles just believe in fate and destiny. I don't. I believe in what I was sent here to do. The Dark Elf puts down his wand. I'm not a noble, you cur. I'm a commoner, forced to be a soldier. You're a soldier by choice. Make sure you understand that. When I was first given a spellbook, it was about as tall as I was. Where I lived, the enemy was fighting close to our fortress. We had another enemy approaching from the north. All of us enemies to each other. I went with a bunch of the actual soldiers, and we traversed behind the lines of the enemy nearest to us. We brought these launchers, and we had loaded these little, what would you call them, fireballs on top of them. So we go over and unleash fire against the other troops coming up from the north, and it looked like our enemy was attacking them, thus causing a big battle to break out, while we went back to our house and just watched them destroy each other. <laughs> we had a high matron. You would call her, like, a queen of our little district. Our high priestess for the house. And when she heard what I had done, she made me her personal guard. I could do no wrong. The real soldiers protected me, and I went all around the neighborhood with an air of command, because everyone knew who I was, and no one would lay a hand on me. I wasn't really a soldier yet, and I wasn't her real guard. She had trained battle mages to do that. I was only 40. But I felt like a battle mage, and that is what I became. I got a sorcerer's education, and then she sent me back to the ranks to defend my people and my house. He puts the wand back to his temple. Okay. Do you want to play this game or not? No. The dark elf takes the wand and speaks a word, pointing it into the air. The wand hums for a moment, but does nothing. The Dark Elf shrugs and puts the wand back in his belt. Too bad. You would have been the lucky one. That's how you see it? Me? I want to go home. It's a good place, a great place. This is my second tour of duty here. Do you hear that word? Duty. I'm here to protect the realm I love, and that's why I fight for other people's freedom. It's a way of defending my own. It's the nobles you should worry about. Go back and protect your own land on your own land. Whatever you think of how badly or how well my society works, it's been this way for thousands of years, and you are stupid to think you can change us overnight. <laughs> Wait until the humans come and colonize you. Stupid talk. At least I speak from my mouth and not my ass. They start to take swings at each other and stop, laughing for just a moment. The heat is getting to me, not enough water. Dark Elf sits. I know. 
not much time left. The sound of griffins flying overhead is heard by both of them. The high elf starts to yell and gestures in the direction of the beasts. A patrol. Maybe they saw us. They'll come back for us. For me. Who knows? Nothing happens. And soon we are back at nightfall. The high elf and the dark elf place blankets on themselves. It is very cold. They are shivering. They are seated next to each other, only a few feet apart. The high elf scans the area. We're out of food. Let's check the area again tomorrow. We might find something. It's the lack of water I worry about. All are created equal, like we say. When it comes to food, water, and shelter, you at least have to agree. All are not created equal. Dark elf males even less so. My brother wants to be able to lead a family by himself. Can you imagine? That's the kind of thing your culture tries to corrupt us with. I'm at war with you because you harbor raiders, not because you don't let males lead, fool. We don't harbor raiders. What are raiders? Someone that sets off dangerous magic and kills people in the city streets? Someone that cuts down children running down a sidewalk? They're all over the place. We don't harbor them. They just exist. You a liar. You give them safe haven. You look the other way when they attack anything that can help destroy high elf culture. If you survive, who do you go and attack next in the name of freedom and choice and happiness? Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness? I believe in all that. You haven't experienced it, but the people I'm fighting for believe in it too. That's what I'm risking my life for. Go seek power when you get back with speeches like that. Promise peace and education, too. You believe what you want to believe, all of you. I know the reality. I live with it. Idiot. The two elves have moved a little closer for warmth. You hate us so much because we have more than you, and yet you don't know how many of us still go wanting. We'll never understand each other. The reason I hate you is that you're in my land and fighting me because you are greedy and dishonest. And you have convinced yourself that killing me is in the name of freedom. That is what I understand. When, if I make it home, the killing I've done, the killing I've seen, it's going to haunt me for life. You think you know reality. I do too. You, if you survive, will go back to the life you've always led. You won't think twice. Me, I'll never be the same. And there's no one back home that's going to change that. I thought you said you'd go back a hero. And then after that I'd be forgotten. That's what I said. To the void with you! Thinking that I won't think twice about what I've done? You don't know what I think. It's not important what I think. I am a soldier. I'm a soldier too. Equal in a way, you and me. That's what I told you before. All are created equal. We're all brothers. All are not created equal. And we are not brothers. But... I will agree that we are both soldiers. You're right. We're not equal. We're not brothers. We're just soldiers. They huddle closer. It's cold. They are weak and tired. Each gradually gives into weakness and to sleep. In time, daylight returns. It is not long before the High Elf and the Dark Elf stand a dozen or more paces apart, facing each other. You will die a hero. 
The High Elf holds the Dark Elf's wand from earlier. It has been slightly repaired and hums with power, a ball of fire slowly building at the tip. The Dark Elf raises his staff, then lowers it, and crosses to the High Elf and pulls a paper scroll from his pouch. Here's the note you gave to me. The one for your mother. Best it not be found on me. He crosses back, raises his staff once more. You will die a hero as well. Shall we? Let's get on with it. Goodbye, soldier. Goodbye, soldier. Ready. Aim. The sound of a roaring fire and the crash of lightning collide as they simultaneously crumple to the ground.